Rebellious Studio presents the Mind Body Podcast with your host, Maria Angelova. Hi, Rebels, and welcome to the Mind Body Podcast, your rebellious podcast with me, your host, Maria, where it is all about the strong body, calm mind, healing, and fully living. It is my absolute pleasure to have two fabulous ladies with me today. Hello, ladies, Dr. Julie Ho and Hopi Moore. How are you ladies doing? Hi, great. great. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks so much for having us on. Absolutely. So I met Dr. Julie at a medical conference in October and we really clicked and got going. And I was like, you have to come onto the podcast and tell us a little bit about your journey into concierge medicine. But before we get there, we're going to start with a, a fun question. And I usually ask everybody to tell me three words that describe them, but we're going to make it extra fun today. And I'm going to ask you to give me three words that describes the other person. So who wants to get started? Uh, okay I'll start, I'll start. I'll start. Oh. <laughs> we have two high initiative people I love that <laughs> okay go I ahead the, okay so the three words that I would use uh to describe Julie are um caring energetic and honest all right give us a little bit of meat behind each one yeah um so I met Julie in the emergency department I was a nurse and she was a doctor or it still is, <laughs> and um, <laughs> her ability to care for her patients and all of her coworkers was like no other. It was just beautiful. So she has a tremendous caring heart. So that's, yeah, that's the caring. Yeah, very true. And um, beautiful energy around everything she does, whether it's out, being outside with the chickens <laughs> or taking care of patients <laughs> or helping care for me. She has just magnificent um, positive energy and um, honest. She will tell you exactly how it is in a beautifully honest way, which is really nice. I love it. And I do have yeah. to say, based on the energy, I would say, no wonder I like Julie because I yeah. like <laughs> Absolutely. That's so right. there we go. All right, your turn, yeah. Julie. <laughs> oh goodness well thank you Hopi that's so, so kind absolutely um, my three words for Hopi gosh just to do three is probably really the hard Aww. um my first one is authentic the second mm -hmm. one is um huge heart I know that's two words but that's just I'm gonna use that as one <laughs> and um and then the third one would probably be renaissance woman Oh. So um, <laughs> Hopi is one of the most authentic women I know. She is just, I mean, her heart is right there and she will love you with all of her heart. And she's one of those people that when you meet her, you just want to be her friend from the first time you just lay eyes on her. And I just love that energy about her. Mm. And um, now I forgot my second one. Um, it was heart. You already said it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And then um, Renaissance Woman, Hopi has had such an amazing life and has had so many different jobs and careers and has gone down so many paths and has just really brought her heart and love to all of those. And it's just it makes her such a well-rounded, amazing human that, you know, she is my resource for most everything because she's <laughs> dabbled in so much. <laughs> So, you know, I just, I just love her. to have there. 
Excellent. Thank okay. you. Tell me, is there a point in your, you obviously worked together before, is there a point where you were like, oh, we have to take this to the next level? Was there a particular point in time when that was like, oh, we just have to go after it? Tell me about yeah. that. Yeah. Do you want to share? Sure. So we, um, we started vacationing together, our two families in Mexico quite a few years ago. And um, we, though we're in Mexico, uh, one one year, I don't even remember what year it was. Do you remember, Julie? In any case, years ago. Uh, uh, 17. And, okay, 17. And we were actually on a girl's trip. Um, so with some other really magnificent women. And, you know, we, we were like, gosh, we have so many friends and family members that come to us and ask us medical questions. They want to know, well, what do you think about this? And what about that? And, um, and we, you know, give medical advice all the time and love caring for people. And we were like, maybe, maybe we should turn this into a business. Because... Yeah. And so that's where it really started on the beach in Mexico. Yeah. Maybe also margaritas that always gives a little bit extra courage. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. And it was also really neat because that, I mean, that really was that culmination of it, but we had been asked both of us for years, oh, do you have a private practice? I'm working in the emergency department. We never saw patients outside of the ER. And so kind of that in the back of our minds hearing, you know, gosh, people are, might be interested in working with us. Then yeah. that Mexico trip just solidified it. And actually our, our website, when we renew our website, it's in pesos because we actually booked it while we were in Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. What about your story? <laughs> great story. Okay. You know what? I love that because how many times do we have a great idea and then we talk ourselves out of it? Because, oh, well, yeah. what about this? What about that? Right? Oh, mm -hmm. can we really do it? The financial security? What are people going to do? Right? All of those things that start rambling into the head. And action is the only thing that moves us forward, right? So kudos to you guys for making that step right there and then. That's great. Thank you. Thank you. So tell me about the journey. How, when did you guys open practice? So we, we technically opened in 2017 and okay. we were still both full-time in the emergency department. And then Hopi went on to become a hospice nurse. And so we are still doing our jobs full-time and um, we're slowly growing our practice. We had some a la carte patients. We had a few member patients and the word kind of started getting out. And we just found that our greatest joy was when we were taking care of our patients through summit and then last year we had an opportunity to you know take that leap and step away from the hospital and just make it happen and it was a big leap but we just you know we're like the, the universe is getting us in alignment and we made the leap so we have been doing this full-time now uh, for just over a year and it has been the, one of the best decisions we've ever made. Yeah. Congratulations on that. What would you say is the one thing, maybe I'm sure there are many, but the one thing that you didn't expect to experience as an entrepreneur? Mm. Anything that pops to mind? You know, I think it's been um, one of the challenges is everything that is involved in starting a new business. I mean, as healthcare providers, you know, we've, we've never had to do any of that other stuff. <laughs> and so that's been like very eye-opening and, um, you know, challenging and exciting, but holy smoke, we've both learned a ton. Yeah. Yeah. And also, also we, um, 
you know, we were so excited about our business and everybody we talked to is so excited about our business. And we thought, like, I'm sure a lot of entrepreneurs do, like we'd hang our shingle and then have a full practice. And so, <laughs> yeah, and so that's definitely, that's been a challenge, but we really try to look at it as a good challenge of what's working, what's not working. And really it's, it's a bit of an ego check that, you know, realizing, okay, not, not everybody is going to flock to us, but also realizing that what's a good idea and having people take that step to commit, you know, finding out what's in the middle there is a great place to learn more about. I would say from my journey, I thought the same thing because you hear when you follow your passion, the money will come. So I thought when I quit my job and I open my studio, people are going to line up and be like, where do I sign up? And in the beginning, it was like crickets. And I was like, holy smoke, I gave up a six-figure salary. Where are the people who are supposed to show up when I follow my passion? (laughs) It was a very um, humbling moment, right? Because I, you know, I got in kind of cocky. I was like, you know, I've I've been a successful corporate person. I have all of these degrees. I have all of these honors. Like, why wouldn't people show up, right? Yeah. What it did for me, it pushed me on this transformational journey Julie you and I have talked about that to shifting my mindset and realizing Mm -hmm. what my limiting beliefs were right Uh, pushing me to grow and I it was very humbling because I had no idea how much growth I have to experience to get to I'm today I love it I love every step of it not it's not always bright and pink and you know purple (laughs) right there those moments where you're like what did I just do um but at the end, it's so rewarding, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. What keeps you guys going every day? Mushroom mm-hmm. coffee. <laughs> <laughs> then let's shift this. Let's shift this conversation. Laughter. <laughs> I take yeah. that. <laughs> we laugh a lot, actually. We we laugh a tremendous amount. That um, I know helps clear any kind of negative energy or any kind of um, just, yeah, anything you're thinking poorly about, if you can figure out a way to laugh about it. And Julie and I both laugh a lot at a lot of things. A lot. So yeah, <laughs> that that definitely is a strength um, or something that really keeps us both going, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And we were just talking about that, that even in some of the toughest times where it seems so dark and it seems like, how are we ever going to get out of this? or is it worth it? Or, you know, when you just have that heaviness, you can always find something funny, even if it's, you know, some black humor or like, you know, in medicine, we have some really interesting humor, Um, but, but it really, it kind of breaks that cycle. And if you can find that, then you can think, oh, there's always some good. You can always find some good. Yeah. And if it just gives you that time to just shake it up a little bit and say, okay, let me t- stop, take a breath. You have to breathe when you're laughing. <laughs> okay, let's look at it again. And so, yep. you know, we really do try to find that humor. And we work, we do that yeah. with our patients a lot. And I think Absolutely. some might be a little surprised at first, like, wait a second, she's, she's made me laugh about something that <laughs> I didn't think I was going to laugh about. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, wait a second. It's, you know, and it's all done with, you know, coming from a place of the heart and, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, we all got to get through this together. Yeah. yeah. I was talking to another entrepreneur and we were talking about the power of attitude, which is, I think, what you guys are referring to, right? Yeah. 
you can always shift your view on something. And I truly believe that there are no mistakes. You know, sometimes we're like, oh, I failed. I didn't do this right. We can be very harsh on ourselves. And what yeah. I've learned to realize is that there are no mistakes. They're just lessons. And everything that <laughs> happens, like you said, there is a lot to learn. And, you know, you think I'm just going to go do what I like to do. I'm just going to go be a doctor or a nurse or a Pilates teacher. And then you're like, oh, yeah. And I have to figure out the business and the accounting and the finances. <laughs> And the marketing and the business development and like a lot that you're as an entrepreneur you go your title varies from janitorial to a ceo and anything <laughs> so but yeah. our attitude is so mm. um, so important into how you view each and every day because again entrepreneurship is every day is different and there's always something new every day yeah every day yeah. Yes. So let's talk about, you started the private practice and you chose to go the concierge route. So tell us a little bit about that. Like what was your reason for going concierge versus a traditional practice? Um, I'll start with, I'll start, you know, one of the main things that um, we know can just like jam things up in healthcare is insurance. And so we um, wanted to have a practice where we didn't have, where we could take that part out, where we could offer amazing healthcare um, to people and not have to deal with insurance companies and they wouldn't have to deal with insurance companies. So that was, you know, a huge part um, of, you know, the concierge model is oftentimes um, a cash only business. Um, but we also knew that it would give us tremendous freedom and we thought that people would love to have us come to them because we tend to be, we're also mobile. We do have a, a brick and mortar, um, but we also offer a mobile service. And we just felt like, you know, it, that was going to be an amazing thing to offer people was, you know, kind of the old school of the doc and nurse showing up at the house, you know, to help care for people in their homes. Um, and so that's kind of all under that concierge umbrella. I like that, not to date myself, but I remember when I was a kid and the pediatrics doctor would come to my house, like when yeah, I had yeah. or something, right? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. My daughter doesn't yeah. have that experience. Right. Yeah. Right. Julie, yeah. Wait, any well, thoughts? No, I, I totally echo what, what Hopi said. And also just being able to take the time, um, you know, in the emergency department, it's, it is fast paced and, um, and so just trying to see everybody in a timely fashion when, it, you know, it just, you know, you have the data points and, you know, corporations and all these things that are shortening the time and shortening the time. And, you know, we found in the emergency department, although it was great when we first started, we're like, okay, here's a problem. We'll fix it. Gone. If, you know, problem will fix it. Next person. After a while, we both realized there's so many things that people come to the emergency department for that they could have maybe done some things preventatively to stay away from the emergency department. And, you know, if they would have had someone that could have taken the time to talk to them and talked about exercise and talked about sleep and talk about stress and talk about your diet and really take the time to understand you as well as making sure that you're okay from a medical standpoint. Um, I think we can, you know, prevent a lot of the, the trauma and the stress of people having to go to the emergency department and help them regain some of their control of their own selves. And so that was another big draw is that we get to take the time to really get to know our patients and, you know, figure out what it is that they need. And sometimes it's medicine and sometimes it's sleep. And sometimes it's finding you and saying, I have the best Pilates instructor to help you out. And yeah. sometimes it's, you know, come over and hang out with my chickens because they are so silly. They'll help you relax. <laughs> and so it really let us, um, 
you know, expand. And also, um, you know, people are, you know, would say, hey, what do you think about doing mobile Botox? Like, great, let's do it. What do you think about IV? Great, let's do it. You know, and so we've been able to expand our practice um, in ways that a traditional practice might not be able to. Yeah. So many great points. The one thing that you brought up that I absolutely love because I preach that a lot is the personal responsibility, taking personal ownership of your well-being, right? Mm -hmm. And it's so often, well, the healthcare system is broken. Well, my doctor didn't do that. And it's like, well, it's your health, right? You yeah. have to step up and do something <laughs> about it. And I think a lot of people are still struggling from where I sit when I would refer them to somebody. The first question is, do they take insurance? And it's like, no. But the other great point um, Julia brought up is being proactive versus reactive about your self-care or yes. your health and self-care, right? Because being proactive might seem like it's more expensive in the short term, but mm. in the long term, boy, the difference, you will oh, know yeah. the difference, right? Because that emergency Absolutely. room visit is going to be a lot more expensive than being proactive and, you know, subscribing for concierge service. And if you have to have some big procedure while you're in the ER, that's going to be costly. So... I think it's very important to educate people on the importance of being proactive and taking ownership yeah. of their own health. Yeah. And Absolutely. then I point and completely lost it. But, um, and I think also the holistic approach, right? It's your wellness is not just go take some medicine. It's maybe you didn't sleep well. Maybe you don't eat well, right? Maybe you don't exercise. Like, what do you need? Oh, and I know what it was. Creativity, right? You can get creative with the services that you yes. offer. Yes. Yeah. We're held in a box right. um, because of what you can and cannot do with insurance. So fantastic point. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what makes your concierge service different than other concierge doctors? Of course, besides you two who are fabulous. <laughs> What would you say? I would say the fact that we are mobile is a big part of it. We can come to you. And the fact that we offer a lot of services that aren't in a traditional practice, like IV therapy and, um, and Botox, and I mean, we both, both cosmetic and therapeutic. So, you know, we can really, we can really address people on so many different ways. Um, yeah. And then also, again, the biggest thing is the time. So we have the time to really get in there and see what, what is it that you do need from us? We don't, it's not just one, one thing in 15 minutes. Yeah. 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 I was just going to say that we recently introduced um, medical weight loss to our practice, which is another little niche. And that, um, you know, for so many people is such like an amazing thing to have this, um, help medically um and then we you know we'll introduce them to depending on what kind of you know exercise they're interested in we'll be able to introduce them to these different specialists in that field so they just get this amazing jump start um in terms of just feeling better in their bodies um you know it's been it's it's pretty cool yeah which will also help their sleep and their energy and that's right it's really you know being able to again help that whole person yeah and I always say that when I see my clients have great results, that's when I feel really good, right? That's what fume is to like, oh, I just had a crappy day, but look at how happy yeah. she is, how she's thriving or how he, how great he's right. doing. And yeah. that just pushes you to do, to repeat it again, even though when it's again, not always pink and purple. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. great. Absolutely. It All is right. Really tell us, what's the name of, tell us a little bit about the practice. And if people want to find you, where can they find you? Yeah. Well, our practice name is Summit Wellness Group. 
and not the Summit Wellness Group, the Summit Wellness Group. And that's www.summitwellnessgroup.com. And our phone number is 970-408-1981. 1981, it was a good year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well, so, yeah, so, um, yeah. Oh, I was just gonna say we're located in Colorado um, and we, we service um, though many states, uh, depending on what your needs are. There yeah. we go. Yes. Well, we cannot end without me asking you a very quick question. And that is, what is your definition of rebellious? Mm. <laughs> so, you know, I'm gonna let Hopi answer I, this one. <laughs> when I hear the word rebellious, I feel like it's me <laughs> because I have really lived my life never doing, following the normal path. And so, you know, in my mind, being rebellious means being exciting and different and fun. I love it. And look, look what podcast you're on. Hmm. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Julie, we can't let you get away without answering that question. <laughs> well, I was thinking, you know, a lot of times people think of rebellious as with a negative connotation, but I really think of it with a positive connotation, like exceeding expectations or even more so adjacent to expectations. Because, you know, when you're rebellious, you you follow a different path. You, you're going on that side road that no one's really expecting you to do and, and really succeeding. And I always think of success with rebellion. So I think it's great. So I'm so glad I found you in this podcast. <laughs> I am too. I'm really excited you guys are here. Okay. Do you guys have any word of advice or a favorite quote you want to finish with? Hmm. You know, I would say, I don't, I don't necessarily have a quote, but my advice would be um, laugh as much as possible. Find some type of movement that you love to do and do it every day because your body will love you for it. And also find something that you do for yourself that may seem extravagant, um, but really isn't. Like I receive massage and acupuncture monthly and it is what I do for my mind and my body and it makes such a difference. Um, and I happen to do Pilates four days a week, which has, at, which has changed my body in such a beautiful way. So find things that are really good for you and do them, make them happen. You're, you're worth it. You deserve it. Absolutely. I have to, I have to second that because sometimes friends are like, you spend a lot of money on self-care and I'm like, mm. that's a priority for me. So I choose yeah. to spend yes. money on self-care. I think that's yeah. important. Yeah. So important. Yeah. 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 Julie. Yeah. And I would say always find something to laugh about <laughs> and, um, and take good care of yourself. I get my nails done. I love it. It makes me feel girly, which it also makes me feel very powerful. And the other thing that I would recommend would be meditation. I try to wake up every day and do my meditation. I use the Calm app. I'm not sponsored by them, but I love it. And I've been meditating now every day for 410 days. And oh, congratulations. Yeah. That's awesome. Thank you. And it's just 10 minutes out of my day, sometimes even seven. And I really feel like it has helped ground me. And I find that if something is you know, getting a little crazy, I can just drop right into the, those breaths and I just love it. And so, you know, everything that Opie said, but add a little meditation in there too. Yeah, sometimes it's those little things. So, so frequently people tell me like, really, that's going to make a difference. And I'm like, trust me, 
it will taking a few breaths a day yes. you'll be amazed of the change that's going to make for you right yeah mm -hmm. well you ladies are fabulous i wish you continued success and for everybody listening i do hope you enjoyed this connection do follow those ladies and make it a rebellious day thank you ladies <laughs> thank you Thanks. bye can get enough of those rebellious conversations do make sure you subscribe like and share with your friends